Hey now, good people. On episode 37 of Has Incense Burns, we're gonna We're gonna shake the foundations a little bit. We're gonna talk about these pedestals that we place people on, that we place concepts on, these images, these expectations that we have. Because what we honor, the people that we place on pedestals how they influence, how they guide our steps. It says a lot about us. And it's an inflection point where we have a moment to pause and think, is this how we want history to see us? Is this glorious? We're going to peel back the layers of that on episode 37, but before we do that, let's pause for the cause. Hey, now good people. Episode 37 has incense burns, and I am your humble host, Sean P. Wrights. And like I said in the opening, good people, it's we're at an inflection point. And I'm a student of history, and I guess I'm kind of a pessimist, truth be told. Because being this student of history, this this history nerd that I am, everything that's going on now, it seems to have echoes back to other periods of history. And I've mentioned this a lot over the course of the past week. It's been a while since we, we got together. We had a chance to sit down with my son and that happened to be one of my most popular episodes and I was uh, fielding a lot of positive affirmations about that and I guess that's part of what I've been unpacking and what what I'll lay out what I'll discuss with you today on this episode whenever you watch it I guess this is I guess this is uh, what you would consider to be timeless these pedestals that we place people on it says a lot about us and the emotions that it that it generates consider consider this or or think about this those people that inspire you those people that you look up to the people that give you that spark that infusion of purpose got that now think about how they make you feel the emotions that that generates 
And if you've been a faithful listener to this podcast of my random ramblings, I thank you, but humbled and honored. Thank you very much. But if you are, you you know the power that my elders, that my grandmothers and my big mama, my grandma, that, that I hold them in. So, and when I think of them, I think of these giants, my, my dad, my aunts, my uncles, my brother, Big Sarge, the, the emotions that that infuses me with, I'm, it's an indefatigable pride. Like when I think of my, the healers in my family, my, my baby sister out healing the world. I'm inspired. And then in turn, these, those of you that have said that I've inspired you in some way, shape or form, I'm always quick to defer to my family because I see myself as a, as a moon of sorts. Metaphors are powerful. Let me give you this. Like the moon. The moon has no light of its own. It simply reflects the light from the sun. Ambient light from light from the earth as well. But mostly the sun. And that's what I find myself reflecting. Those people that lent me their power when I didn't have anything in the tank. And that's going to be part of the on upcoming season or the ongoing season because we still have some time left in the year. But that's something that I think is important for us to note because we're always so quick to give people their laurels, their roses, those accolades, those hand claps, those snaps when they're gone. And through this medium of social media, it's a powerful thing. And I'm of the mindset that many use it for nefarious purposes. If the people that you place on the pedestal, if they're not lifting others up, if they're not giving back more than what they're taking, their pontifications are only about me where does that leave us and that's one of those things that always stood out with many of my elders it was always this talk of those that came behind them or as my big mama would always say those little ones
and it's been a lot of loss. This year, just just over the past couple of years, and it gives us pause. Because what loss does it it informs us of our own mortality and that and that uncomfortable truth that we're tourists here. We are tourists. We have this sense of entitlement that we're supposed to be here. Or sometimes we say, oh, the person. They, they're gone too soon, but who are we to say? Earlier this year, April 20th to be exact, I had one of those reminders of my own mortality. I had a gun pulled out on me. Through the grace of God, I wasn't a statistic. And what they say about your life flashing in front of your eyes is true. I've had a couple of instances like that. And I've touched on it in a previous episode. As far as which episode, I'm not, I can't recall at this time. But as I reflected on that over the course of this of this month since we last sat down here and burned the incense, chewed the fat. I've put the pen to a lot of these rumblings, a lot of this discontent, this, for lack of a better word, this disturbance in the force. It's been my survival strategy throughout my life, converting that which is weaponized to destroy and turning it into your fuel. Let me unpack some of that. going to a little segment I'll read from the notebook I think the overriding theme of it is something that I've touched on before that turning within ain't a sin it is critical that we stop acting like it is pretend because it is only a matter of when we're tourists here good people Take a quick Rusa break. Let's let's break open this notebook. Let's flesh it out. Good people. Rusa. 
let's take a step back. Quick sidebar. So, this piece here is called the pontificating class. And it's not an unusual piece, but here's the background on it. So, this is, this is part of a word improv challenge uh, that I'm involved in on Instagram good soul good human being that's a part of putting it together hat tip Vlad gotta shout you out my man but in this word improv challenge I had to use six words just different words unusual words gives people an opportunity to expand their vocabulary, learn new words. This is something that my dad used to do with me growing up. So when I crossed paths with this, with this soul, it just made sense. So the six words that I had to use in this piece were ledger domain, parsimony, bluster, alder woman, subterfuge, Bastion, and I had to use that in a story or poem format. So, of course, I chose the weapon of poetry in there. And and what what I was infused with, or the topic that took shape, because with poetry, I never know the direction that it's going to take until. It starts to bleed on the pen or the or the screen or what have you. So the issue surrounded or the topic, it surrounded the the invasion of the domain of women in the States. United States. And I have to be clear of that because much to my surprise and honor, there's people that listen to this program outside of the, the states. But I wrote this while laying in bed, standing, staring at a dark ceiling. And I get a lot of epiphanies like that. But let me let me read this for you. And then I'm gonna we're gonna go through the notebook and we're gonna we're gonna close it out the pontificating class oh wait one more thing uh, I wanted to mention this now those six words that I mentioned you're probably wondering like hey what what do those words mean is he gonna explain what they mean no I won't because that if you're interested you're gonna go on to the site and you're gonna subscribe to the diction and you'll be able to read this out and you can pick the words out and you can actually see everything that I have laid out on SeanPWrites.com. So now you're kind of invested in figuring out what these six words are, but let's flesh out this piece. I I have to, you know, I, I just felt compelled to tip my hat to women because I see my mama in them and it's she one of those people that I place on a pedestal so that said the pontificating class reality dispensed with no rehearsal 
as the ledger domain of the pontificating class is on full display. Art imitates life, or life doing art. Rights rested away with nary a delay. As owners of the temple, the alder woman of it, mind you, metaphorically, figuratively, and physically, supremely, have no say about that bastion of them. Clearing them. <clears throat> this ain't pretend tapping back in no domain of their body or their person. I can't call it, but what does that got to do with you? Control of others to smother inadequacies of self. The besmirched use and subterfuge of insidious frequencies. Legal tender is how they figured to usher in a parsimony of investing in the spirit. Running parallel to minding your own damn business. Because it is easier to mind that of others or theirs deadening or deafening to those who can hear it. And doubly so for those daring to withstand the bluster, calamity, and audacity of the pontificating class. Man, these people that make these laws are ass. Now, that's not a part of the poem. That's my little sidebar. That's that's my takeaway. But this piece here, I'll let you draw your own conclusions, but my take on this is that we have people who are so consumed with enforcing what they want in the domain of none of their damn business. How is that different than what goes on in other countries? personal responsibility or is it personal responsibility when you do what I feel you should do those inadequacies of self it's easier to point the finger at other people than it is to turn it within but that's the crux of that, the pontificating class. And we're living this every day. It's that thing that I've mentioned. This path, it's an ongoing journey. We have to be content. We have to speak truth to ourselves. And it's it's not convenient. There's this piece that I wrote. And often the spark, it hits me during my walks. I try to do three miles a day every day. Sometimes along water. Maybe that's why. My first two books are called From the Water's Edge. A little selfish or seamless plug 
here's this piece here. This is a fresh one. It's called the Save Other Path. Walk that path, let's travel along the horizons with the soul that you will spend every day of your life with. That's right, you. Get whole, be bold, no fear in spite of tears. As it is on that path when we search for God's face, we will all contend with the lies that we've told ourselves and the fealty that we fail to give to others. And most importantly, us. But when we humble ourselves to our flaws, that is when we will receive our full measure, that sweet savor of blessings when we walk the path. At peace, good people, that's called the savor of the path. I'll just leave it at that because I think it's important that we really do a hard lean into that because the most consistent trait of humanity is man's and humanity towards man. And our blissful neglect of history and learning from the lessons of history. So at the time of this recording, that pessimist in me, it's saying, man, we are doomed. But then there's this small spark. Something that the elders gave me. Something my aunt told me. It always echoes and I'm thinking of it now. It makes me think of the book of Jonah in the Bible. Now, I'm not a theologian, not in the least. I curse too much. But the book of Jonah, and I mentioned this in season one of the of the podcast and Jonah, he ran from his role. He had a he had a message to give and he ran from it so many metaphors and the story is a powerful story this is why I always it always echoes for me but he ran and he got swallowed up from the very thing that he was trying to escape from got swallowed up by a whale so many metaphorical constructs with that but that happens with a lot of us And if uh, we fail to lean into that, to speak our truth, and speaking your truth, the true measure of that is if it's lifting others up, if it's edifying others versus tearing it down, because I think the line of that has been smeared because people nowadays, and look at the headlines, the only thing we have fealty for is 
cruelty. That's all I got, good people. Turn within, it ain't a sin. Stop acting like it is pretend because it is only a matter of when. Get that call, do something to worth. And if this echoes with you good people, hey, feel free. Become a subscriber. Keep the incense burning over here. Appreciate you stopping by, hanging out with yours truly. As always, I am your humble host, Sean P. Wrights. You always find me here with the incense burning. I'll let y'all in the few. Be safe, because we live on the most dangerous place in the solar system. That third rock from the sun. 